In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Tomorrow is the Sunday of the prodigal son, in which the father accepted his son when he returned to him, and forgave him all his trespasses, and restored him to his position as a son in the house. So the church during this week, the third week of the Holy Great Fast, speaks to us about the importance of forgiveness. We should forgive one another if we want God to forgive us. And this is what the Lord taught us in the Lord's Prayer. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive the trespass of those who sin against us. So we say to God, as we forgive the trespasses of others, in the same way deal with us. Which means, if we don't forgive the trespasses of others, God will not forgive us our trespasses. And this is actually the last verse you heard in the Gospel of today. So my Heavenly Father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. Before the passage that we read you today, Peter asked the Lord, How many times my brother sins against me and I forgive him? Seven times? Is there a cap? Is there limit to how many times I forgive my brother? And to his surprise, the Lord told him, not to seven times, but seven multiplied by seventy. Which means you need to forgive one another countless times. Countless time, unlimited time. And I'm sure Peter, when he heard the response of the Lord, he yeah, was surprised. His facial expression showed that he was surprised by the answer. Seven multiplied by 70. Then the Lord told them the parable that we heard today. And I want to explain this parable because when you understand it, we will know why God asked us to forgive one another unlimited time. So the parable started by, therefore the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. The king is God and the servants is us. And to settle account, because at the last day, all of us will stand before the throne of God. And he will ask each one of us to give an account for our stewardship. We should know that in the last day, we will stand before the tribunal throne of God and to give an account for our life. And when he had begun to settle account, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. So the first one, he owed God 10,000 talents. Owing or a debt, usually that's the expression about sinning against one another. So if I sin against you, this means I owe you a debt. I owe you like an apology. That's what it means. Do you remember when the Lord said to Simon, 
there was a man who has two debtors, one owed him 500 denarii and the other 50, and he was speaking about forgiveness. Because if I borrow money from you, then I should return this money back. If I don't return it, and you forgive me the money, then you forgive the debt. Forgiveness usually is about a debt and letting go of the debt. That's forgiveness. Forgiveness, letting go of a debt. Even in Arabic, in our everyday language, لما واحد بيغلط فاحد بيقول له إيه حقك عليا يعني في حق يعني في مديونية فلما بقول له حقك عليا يعني أنا مديون لك فلما بيقول لي أنا سمحتك يبقى المديونية دي سقطت. So the first one owed his master ten thousand talents. Let us understand how ten thousand talents equal in our currency. To understand the amount of the debt, one talent equal six thousand dinari, and the dinari was a wage of a person per day. Do you remember the parable of the eleventh-hour workers? And he gives them each one one dinari. So if we say nowadays the wage of a worker per day is fifty dollar, so fifty dollar equal one dinari. If a talent. Six thousand by fifty, three hundred thousand dollars. But the debt here, how many was ten thousand talent? So you need to multiply ten thousand by three hundred thousand, which equal three billions, three millions of dollars. So the debt here is three billions, billion, not million, billion of dollars. And definitely. If he is making fifty dollar a day, no way he can pay this debt. So this means when we sin against God, every sin as if equal a debt of three billions of dollars. See how many sins we commit every day, and multiply this by three billions in the days of our life, and you can see how much our debt is. We cannot justify ourselves. We cannot pay the debt to God. It's impossible. So this man, as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold. You hear it in divine liturgy. We were sold because of our sins. We were sold because of our sins. With his wife and children, and all that he had. And that's exactly what happened when Adam and Eve sent all the children were sold and payment be made. And God waited 5,000 years to be able for humanity to pay the debt and nobody was justified. That's why every person before Christ went to Hades until Christ died on the cross and he restored our father Adam and his children to the paradise. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me, and I will pay you all. Definitely he doesn't know what he is talking about, because he cannot pay this debt. But in response to this request, then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave him the debt. So he told him, your debt of three billions of dollars is dismissed. You're free. You don't have to pay anything. Every time 
when we come to God asking forgiveness for our sins with true repentance and we confess our sins Abuna at the end tells us may the Lord absolve you Allah yahallak mean all the debts are dismissed now you are free because Jesus Christ on the cross he paid the debt he paid the debt on our behalf so we don't have to pay anything then this servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii, not talent, hundred denarii. And if we said the denarii is fifty dollars, so hundred is five thousand. Can a person pay a debt of five thousand? I think so. I think he can pay this debt. When I sin against my brother, it's like five thousand. But when I sin against God, it's like three billions of dollars. So he laid hands on him and took him by the throat. You see the violence here. You see how he was so aggressive with his brother. Sometimes when somebody sins against me, we become so aggressive, so aggressive in asking for apology or demanding some sort of apology. Saying, pay, pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him saying, have patience with me and I will pay you all. The same words that the same servant said to the master. But he would not. He refused. And went and threw him in prison till he should pay the debt. And sometimes we put others in prison. Not a literal prison, but prison of avoidance. We avoid him. Or a prison of gossip. We gossip about this person. Or a prison of turning people against this person. I turn the people against the person. Or I pay evil with evil. Eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. All these different kinds of prison. So when his fellow servant, who are the fellow servants? The angels. Because the angels reporting our deeds every day to God. So the angels saw what had been done and they were very grieved. They were very upset because he was forgiven a debt of three billions and he refused to forgive a debt of five thousand and came and told their master all that had been done. Then his master, after he had called him, said to him, you wicked servant. Every time we refuse to forgive one another, God tells us, if I refuse to forgive my brother, God would, would tell this person, you wicked servant, I forgive you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers, to the demons, until he should pay all that was due to him. And definitely he will not be able to pay a debt of $3 billion. That's why the Lord concluded this parable by saying, My heavenly Father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. So, we need actually, every time I say I will not forgive the other, I think about this parable. How many times God actually forgive me? and I refuse to forgive my brother.
So let me tell you some principles about forgiveness after we understand this parable. First principle, forgiveness is a favor I do it to myself, not to the other person. What do I mean by this? If you sinned against me and I decided not to forgive you, maybe you don't care whether I forgive you or I don't forgive you. And you are happy in your life. But who is miserable? It's me. It's me. Because I am waiting for you to come or apologize. Maybe you don't care. But once I let go of the debt, I will have peace in my heart. I will have peace in my heart. So forgiveness is a favor you do to yourself, not to the other person. Number two, forgiveness is not an ability, but a decision. Some people say, I cannot. In reality, it is not I cannot. It is I don't want to. I don't want, not I cannot. You need to make a decision to forgive your brother, especially during the time of prayer, when you pray and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. When you say this prayer in the Lord's Prayer, pause for a minute and ask God to help you to forgive, to make this decision to forgive others. And you can pray for others and say, I forgive so and so, and I forgive so and so, and I forgive so and so. Say it in prayer. You will have a grace. You have grace from God to help you. Number three, forgiveness is unconditional. Unconditional. There is no conditions for forgiveness. As God is forgiving us unconditionally, we need to forgive one another unconditionally. But the problem, people confuse three principles. Healing, forgiveness, and reconciliation. There is difference between healing, forgiveness, and reconciliation. Don't confuse the three together. Let me explain what is the difference between healing, forgiveness, and reconciliation. If somebody took some money from you, because we said forgiveness is like a debt, and this person did not pay you back, so your finances is hurt. You need to recover. You need to be healed from this injury because he took money from you and he did not pay you back. That's healing. So when somebody hurts me, I am wounded and I need to be healed. Forgiveness is letting go of the debt. As long as you wait for this person to pay you back, you will be hurt. But as long as you say, I will let it go and I will recover myself through the grace of God. You will have peace in your heart. Which means forgiveness will help in your healing. As long as you don't forgive, you will not be healed. So heal, forgiveness is letting go of the debt and it will help me to be healed. Reconciliation is, should I give this person money again or not? Should I trust him to give him money again or not? So reconciliation is conditional, but forgiveness is unconditional. For example, if I am in a toxic relationship, an abusive relationship, and the other person is abusing me, physically, financially, emotionally, verbally, whatever, to forgive the person is unconditional. But to reconcile with this person, no, 
I need to have boundaries. I need to have hands. If he repents, I will reconcile. But if he doesn't repent, I will not reconcile. Like David and King Saul, it was abusive relationship. And King Saul wanted to kill David. David forgave Saul. If you read his words to King Saul, it's full of forgiveness. And he was given more than one opportunity to avenge himself and to kill Saul. But he refused. He said, I will not extend my hand to the anointed of the Lord. So he forgave him. But he actually stayed away from him completely. Because he cannot reconcile with him. If he reconciled with him and lived around him, definitely he would be killed. So he stayed away from him. Our Lord on the cross, he forgave all sins for all people in all ages. He forgave all sins for all people in all ages. But he did not reconcile with all. He reconciled only with those who repented and returned it back to him. Those who repented and returned it back to him, he reconciled with them. So reconciliation is conditional, but forgiveness is non-conditional. Sometimes, because we confuse these three, healing, forgiveness, and reconciliation, that's why we choose not to forgive. But forgiveness is unconditional. Forgiveness will help you in healing and in recovering. And forgiveness should be done because God forgave us. And if we don't forgive one another, then God will not forgive us our trespasses. So I want each one of us today in this divine liturgy to remember some people who hurt you and you still having grudges in your heart against them. And during this liturgy today, I want each one of us to lift up your heart in prayer and to forgive these people by name. If you remember their names, you say, I forgive this person in the name of Christ. God grant me power to forgive these people. So when we forgive others, we will be forgiven and we receive forgiveness from God. May the Lord help all of us to forgive others who trespass against us so that we may enjoy his forgiveness toward us. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.